Good morning, my loves. For those first-time listeners, I am Gabby, the curator of this lovely podcast about life. This morning, I have uh, my little sleepy voice on. I'm not a usual morning recorder, but, you know, we're going to switch it up today. Um, The topic is intimacy it can be a scary thing to talk about for some people i personally have gone through different levels of intimacy in my various relationships throughout my life and i think the older you get the more you understand it recognize it I think it's for sure something that is confused with chemistry many times. Chemistry and intimacy can be an awesome fucking combination, but chemistry alone will fizzle out. It will play itself out. It'll last for a certain amount of time. And then if the intimacy isn't there, Um, you know, a lot of people go through that honeymoon phase. They go through that exciting first year or two, sometimes less. And then they're like, what happened? You know, this was so amazing in the beginning. Well, yeah, you know, the chemistry was there. The, um, the pheromones were kicking. The sexual game of tennis was going on. Intimacy is just a different animal. Um, speaking of animals, animals have sex. You know, any any animal can have sex. And, well, some animals, I mean, they really get into it. Have you ever seen two cats go at it? Like, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, but intimacy is about connection. It's not about physiological urges. It's not about um, being horny, you know? Some people are more horny than others. Thankfully, there's 8 billion people on the planet, so I mean, you are going to find someone that's on your level. You're probably going to find a few people that are on your level, but in my opinion, many people stray or look for intimacy outside of their relationships because it's not there or it hasn't ever been. Um, The chemistry starts to wear off. The newness and the exciting uh, honeymoon phase starts to wane and people crave intimacy, even guys. I know the girls that are listening to this are like, all the guys that I know, all they want to do is fuck. Well, I get it. Trust me. I know a lot of guys like that too. Guys crave intimacy too. They just sometimes don't realize it for a while or they're subconsciously looking for it by, you know, having many partners or jumping from girl to girl and they don't realize that the reason they're doing that and they're not finding the one or they're not committing is because the relationships that they are having are lacking intimacy. What is intimacy? 
it's a hard thing to explain. Um, I thought I had it. I was in a very, very long relationship and um, in my 20s. And I was very much in love, committed, and had a connection for sure. But we did lack intimacy. And if I had known that then, if I had known now what I know then, you know, everybody says that, hindsight's twenty twenty. I've read a lot of books <laughs> since then. I've read a lot of articles since then. I've gone to school for psychology since then. So I definitely understand the way the human brain and the hormones and the chemicals and the behaviors work a whole lot better than I did when I was in my 20s. I feel like when you're in your 20s, you are basically a blind man with a walking stick. You are feeling your way around, bumping into shit, and meandering your way through trying to find the path, your path. And, you know, everybody's just massively fucking up <laughs> in their personal lives in their 20s. I think it's normal. Um, it's like an exploration period or I don't know what you want to call it, a growing period. That's why when people get married in their early 20s, I'm like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. I'm a totally different person than I was in my 20s. Sexually, intimately, um, confidence-wise, all of that. Totally different person. Same, well, I shouldn't say different person. Same person, totally different level of growth. You know, I'm on another level of, of gab. I'm on another planet of knowing myself completely. I think everybody goes through that. And it's important because, you know, the relationships that break your heart, the relationships that hurt you or that you had that connection, you had that chemistry and you lost it and it was shitty. It taught you something about yourself. It taught you something about the person that you were with. And it taught you the things that you liked about it. It also taught you the things you didn't like about it. And I can tell you that I didn't start having really good, really good sex, like connected sex, uh, more so till really late 20s, early 30s. I think that that has to do with self-confidence. I think it has to do with knowing yourself and what you like. I think it has to do with having the patience to really get to know someone's mind and someone's soul in a way before before you fuck, before you get intimate. I mean, like I said, any anybody could have sex. Animals have sex. You can meet someone in a bar, be super attracted to them and have the chemistry be there and just be like totally turned on and really into them. And you could have good sex. You could, you know, have some drinks and hang out and flirt or, you know, go on a few dates with someone and have sex after a week or two. And it could be good. And you could be like, wow, you know, I really like this person and I'm really into them and this, the sex is good. And, but 
it takes longer than a week or two to build intimacy. Intimacy, to me, is probably 90% emotional, I would say. Like, that much. I know that's scary for some people. Because uh, the majority of society, especially in the U.S., um, I can only speak for mostly the U.S. because I live in the U.S. And I've seen, I've been to Europe and I've seen a little bit different dynamic, but only certain parts of Europe. Um, guys, especially, are are very not emotionally available and connected here. So for them, that statement, that intimacy, which is like chemistry times a thousand is scary as fuck for them they don't they don't they're like what do you mean like i have to be emotional and i have to be 90 percent connected to someone to have truly like mind-blowing amazing intimate sex yeah yeah that's it sorry to be the bearer of bad news but i mean even for some girls this is This is not good news because more now so than maybe 30, 40, 50 years ago, girls are very disconnected too. Girls are lacking that emotional intimacy too. They are, you know, the feminist movement has sort of been like, well, if guys can do it, we can do it. You know, let's, you know, be more sexually open. Let's be more, let's play the field more. This is just my opinion, but I don't think it's a good thing. I really don't. I mean, unless you just want to rack up numbers and you like new experiences and you don't mind not having a deep emotional connection, then yeah, go for it. Some people are just like that. They're promiscuous. They're more uh, animalistic, instinctual, more impulsive. and, And that's what works for them. And that's cool. If it works for you, great then you shouldn't even be listening to this, really. Not this particular episode. Because, I mean, true intimacy, it takes a while to build. It takes knowing someone's secrets and the intricate emotional channels of, of their soul. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know that sounds super heavy when we're talking about sex, but <clears throat> you got to know somebody's insecurities um you have to know their their deepest desires you have to know you have to know them emotionally and to know someone emotionally i mean the the brain and human emotion is such a deep it's such a deep ocean you know you're not going to figure it out in a week or two can you build intimacy over time even if you have sex earlier on um yes Do I think that it's different from building it first and then exploring the sex part? For sure, 100%. I will say that the most intimately connected relationship that I've ever had that was vastly different from any of the others was one where I built an intimate level of connection for months before the physical part ever came into play 
way longer than I normally would have ever. Because here's, you know, fun fact about me. I'm a very sexual person. I've always, um, I've never been promiscuous, but once I'm in a relationship, you know, I'm very, I'm very physically driven. And I've always been that friend that a lot of my friends go to for, for sex advice, for, you know, intimate issues in their relationships, for, I mean, fuck, I've had friends that were in marriages and on the verge of, of calling it quits or at least taking a break because they were just really having issues with intimacy. It's, it's definitely something that'll make or break a relationship. It'll, it'll lead to, you know, cheating behavior and that kind of stuff, which is just toxic. It's just, you know, once you break that trust, you know, you're lacking intimacy, you're lacking this connection that, I mean, sometimes you don't even know that, you don't even know exactly what you're lacking, but you know you're lacking something. And then you go and stray and it breaks that trust and it breaks that bond it's really hard to get it back. So if you're feeling, if you're in a relationship and you really care about somebody, but you feel like there's something missing in, in that aspect, in that connection, that, that intimate portion of your relationship, talk to somebody about it. Talk to somebody that knows, go to a sex therapist. I mean, when I, uh, when I was going through school, I, really considered going into that particular avenue because um I don't know it's something that I like talking about it's something that I like helping other people with and if I can help save someone's relationship from from being ruined or or ending just because of intimacy issues if I can if I can do that and I have done that. I, I mean, that makes me feel that makes me feel so good because it it bothers me how quickly and easily relationships end nowadays. You know, I wish there was more longevity. I wish there was more commitment. I wish there was more. I wish people tried harder. You know, and sought out. You know, when something breaks in your house or when something goes wrong in your life, a lot of people will work to fix those things or to, you know, repair those things. But then when their relationship is going down the tubes or they're having or they're missing a component or they're, you know, something's broke, they're very quick to just go online or go to the bar or and throw it all away. And I think that sucks. I think that is one of the most tragic things I can think of. And it's probably one of the reasons why psychology and relationships in particular interest me. And I like talking about it and I like helping people with it. Because, you know, I think relationships, long-lasting relationships and real bonds and real commitment is so rare and it's so beautiful. I don't know. It just touches me. So, back to intimacy. Like I said, it involves all the senses, and but mostly, mostly emotional. But they all have to be there. You know, the mental connection, the uh, the mental tennis thing, the physical part of it, 
knowing someone emotionally will definitely help you know someone physically before you ever have sex. You will know how to touch them in a way that they feel connected to you if you get to know them intimately and emotionally beforehand. I don't know if I said that right. That was a little bit difficult to put into words, but that's basically it. I hope you guys took something from this. I'm not saying that there's a time limit or a... Because like I said, you know, different strokes for different folks. (laughs) No pun intended. But, um, you know, some people... Some people are cool with experiencing a lot of different people and not getting too deep and delving into that whole intimacy thing. But some of us crave it, I think a lot more of us than we than we realize. So I hope that you took something from this. I hope that I was able to give some insight. The best way to sum this up is talk, like really talk for a while, hang out get into things that make you vulnerable, things that you like and don't like, things that turn you on, things that turn you off, things that you're scared of, things that excite you but maybe you're a little too shy about to to speak of. I mean, all these things take trust. So that's why I say this takes a while. It's not something that you can do over the course of two weeks. If someone is, if you build a friendship first and someone is, becomes your best friend first, then you have a level of trust and then you can start sharing these things. You can start sharing these emotional, intimate details about yourself. And then you eventually add in the, uh, the physical component. It's going to be like something you've never experienced. It's going to be something that just blows your fucking mind. I promise you, 100%. So, thank you for listening. As usual, I appreciate you guys. Um, If you took something from this or enjoyed listening, I hope that you'll share uh, the link or, you know, just share the name of the podcast on, on your social media or, you know, with a friend personally. I, um, I don't know everything, but... I know a little bit about people. I hope you guys have a lovely day at work or on vacation or at the gym or whatever you may be doing, taking the time to listen and um, stay tuned for next episode. It will probably be with my boo, Ali. He has been on a bit of a hiatus after his vacation catching up with work but he will be back for a cameo oh and I will be doing um sort of an interview not really an interview I don't know what you'd call it um yeah an interview with someone has gone through a difficult experience and wants to talk about it and it's a subject that is near and dear to my heart as well. So it's going to be a great episode. So stay tuned. Bye dolls.